Hello folks, welcome back to your weekly favorite podcast. Today we will talk and learn about punk, fashion and politics. This is a movement that doesn't have a proper concept, but is characterized by a musical culture that represented the ideals of a marginalized and disappointed generation. In today's podcast, we will have a lot of important guests that will help us understand a little more about the punk community. So sit down, relax, and enjoy. To begin, we will have Lucas Arenas, who will present to us the history of punk and explain what are some bands that cause an impact on this community. When talking about the origins of punk, it's most important to note the origin of this denomination. Um, punk actually is a UK prison slang, and when something is called punk or a punk, it's that it's actually referring to it as trash. This definition was given to the movement and the music um, by the public because they believe that not only did they not met society's standards to music critics, it was actually somewhat unimportant this the rise of the punk music as their sound was pretty simple compared to what others and other groups were trying to make at the time in their search for far more complex music styles and compositions. The punk um, music style was actually pretty easy to play and didn't really have a lot of complexity to it. The influences of punk music can date as far as 1958 by in the song uh, Love Me by Jerry Lott. This was because a lot of his screaming vocals would be actually found in later punk songs and wouldn't become a staple of this genre. Um, some other references and influences that punk music actually has are the Girl Can Dance by Bunker Hill. This is a song published in 1963 that shines because of its fast um, instrument play as well as its loud vocals and near nearing the 1969 and the end of that decade and the beginning of the 70s we can find the MC5 kick out the jams that actually is a United a band from the United States that would contribute to the uh, punk influences and it would actually influence another band called The Stooges that would release a song called I Wanna Be Your Dog. This was actually a big landmark in punk history, not only because uh, the song was had everything that you could call punk, but it actually allowed for the introduction of a very big and loud performance on stage it was inspired by the band's lead vocalist uh, at the time, recently known as Iggy Pop, 
He will actually become quite an important figure in punk history later on. It would contribute to the punk scene a bad attitude on stage and pretty much um, being loud, being violent, and pretty much setting a violent performance on stage. Uh, another song that can, that is important to note is Communication Breakdown by Led Zeppelin. It is a song released in 1969. Uh, it actually inspired Joni Ramone, who is the lead, who would be the guitarist from the Ramones, a band that would take on because of his second name. This, this would actually inspire him because he believed that the way that rock was played in this song is the way that it should be played as. So it would influence him later on when he would um, be a part of the Ramones. Another very important reference to note is both um, Politicians in My Eyes by the band called Death. This is a 1974 release. This, by the time of the release, wasn't really acknowledged as a big landmark of punk, but in later years it would um, appear as not only a band that was pretty advanced to the time uh, at which they were releasing their songs, because you could find pretty much all the influences and what punk would become and be stabled, established as, as well. Uh, 1975, you will find the album Horses by Perry Smith. This can be called the actual first true punk album in history, as it found every single important detail and core structure of punk via both aggressive uh, instrument play and um, lyrics that were very critical of the state of both the country and the world. Finally, in 1976 was the biggest year for punk music because both the Ramones and Sex Pistols came to be. Ramones released their debut album with the same name as the band, becoming the first punk songs on the UK. And eventually Sex Pistols would follow in the same year, during which both the previously mentioned bands would release um, Basically Pop by the Ramones, in this case, and Anarchy in the UK by Sex Pistols. These two songs became punk anthems and propelled the genre to bigger heights. From this uh, eventual um, explosion of the punk genre, a lot of bands were inspired. Some of the names to note are The Clash, Blondie, The Cure, and The Smiths. Thanks, Lucas. Now we have with us Daniela Ligueta, which will give us some more deep information about the politics and the punk culture and what are some of their ideologies. Speaking about politics, it can be said that punks leans mainly to the left wing. It focuses on the general malaise of youth the malaise for the society in which we live. They are against stereotypes, racism, sexism, authoritarianism, 
consumerism, war, colonization, globalization, among other things. And they are in favor of equality, human rights, animal rights, respect for all people equally, and free thought. Their thinking is based on do-it-yourself. According to Greg Raffin, the vocalist of Bad Religion, punk ideology is characterized as a process of questioning and compromising understanding, which results in individual progress and, by extrapolation, will lead to social progress. The ideology and its discontent are generally expressed in music, but it can also be expressed in protest, barricades, violence, rebellion, and vandalism. Also, many punks buy used clothes in the form of protesting against consumerism. Within punk, we can find many ideological trends. Among the most relevant are socialism. These trends was driven by the clash. They mainly approach concerns about economic inequality, unemployment and harassment by the police. Anarchism. Some anarcho-punks were guided by violence and they was characterized by destroying private property, riots and vandalism. Instead, other anarcho-punks focus on peaceful protests, such as graffiti on the street without causing further damage. Bands associated with the movement anarchist punk include Dave Insurgent, Ash Rowden, Dave Dictor, Crass, Collinger Good, and Subhumans. Feminism. Topics such as sexuality, rape, racism, domestic abuse, patriarchy, anarchism, and female empowerment are approached. Notable bands within the feminism punk movement are Excuse 17, Brad Mobile, Slater Kinner, Heavens to Betsy, Bikini Kill, Huggy Bear, Emily Cecil Lime, and Skin Teen. And finally, Animal Rights. This punk trend is strongly linked to respecting and defending animals. The punks that belong to this trend are characterized by being vegetarian or vegan. Anyway, those have been the most common trends, but there are many more. Amazing! Thanks, Daniela! One of the most outstanding things of this culture, apart from music, is the fashion. And why people decide to use this different type of clothing. Today we have Cristobal Coppa. Informing us about this topic. Cristobal? Yes, so actually, as you said, I've been really interested in the punk aesthetic aspect since I was very young because it spoke to me on a very personal level and actually determined a really important phase of my life through self expression and art. So we know that people tend to associate the punk visual with something more along the lines of an anti aesthetic. But actually, punk has a very particular pack of visuals and fashion, and still to this day, we can see the marks that it has left in the culture of clothing. But when I say that it has a very particular pack of visuals, I do not mean that it is one-dimensional or totally established. 
I mean culturally is very recognizable because punk has had many interpretations and visions throughout the years and all across the globe. So that makes it harder to pinpoint one specific way of styling and viewing clothing. But we can talk about the most relevant one at the time, and that would be the Sex Pistols aesthetic and whole brand. Predominantly spread in the early 80s, this particular way of interpreting the punk scene was very popular across the globe. It, it includes in its particular visual set, bondage-related elements, leather, chains, square prints, intervene clothes, among many others. But if we want to be particular about it, we can spot what really inspired all the aesthetic of the Sex Pistols way before the 80s, with the image of the iconic singer Richard Hull. We tend to associate the punk scene with London and Europe generally, but actually Richard Hell was from New York, making his music and stamping his particular image in the local area. The reason why the punk aesthetic grew on London is because of one particular guy, Malcolm McLaren, the guy that we know as the most famous manager of the Sex Pistols. Malcolm met Hell in the USA and tried to convince him to go together to England and work on something. But Richard declined his offering and Malcolm returned alone to London, but with an idea on his mind. The thing is, Malcolm passed his image, this image particularly, and view to his wife, the worldwide known designer Vivian Westwood, and they both worked on their own shop called Sex. Yes, in all cups for edginess purposes. In this shop, the first 100% punk style items were sold. Actually, Westwood is considered to be the responsible of making this punk aesthetic transcend to the market and the wrong ways, establishing and making it an even stronger statement than before, fashion-wise, of course. Vivienne and her iconic team were the responsible of the makeup and overall style of the sex pistols on stage. That is what I would personally say if someone asked me how the punk fashion really started, besides having some more exponents like the Ramones with its forever classic leather jacket tight jeans look. But I think that many people can agree that the real aesthetic statement started with the sex pistols and the London-based shop, Sex. To finalize our podcast, Ivana Trevino will respond to the most important question about the punk community, making us comprehend more about them. And the question is, what is going on now? Is the culture dead? Well, Ivana will give us an explanation. Today, the echoes of the cultural explosion that was punk still sounds, thanks to the generation of current musicians who, oblivious to fashion, have taken their guitars in anger to convince youth that it is worth fighting for the present. They don't seek destruction, but a more egalitarian world, you know? While those who lean towards nostalgia insist that punk is not dead, the world of music still produces post-punk whose sound mimics and at the same time diverges from the inaugural sound of punk. Let's take as an example of the actual punk, Idols. 
an English rock band formed in Bristol in 2009. Though distinctly angry in tone, many of their songs lean into hopeful ideas. Rage sizzles, but a hint of persuasive lurks beneath. Idols aren't just angry, they genuinely want change. Joe said, and I quote, Our music talks about unity and the idea of building something collective that is bigger than yourself. This is the punk of today. The social crisis accentuated by the COVID-19 pandemic is stirring up the underground circuit through which these bands move, answering messages and furious sounds. In the face of current circumstances, a very strong musical movement has emerged with shared ethics and sick subversion. Now, beyond the pandemic and the deep economic and social crisis that Europe is already bleeding out, there is an exceptional phenomenon that has served as glue for all these bands, Brexit. Many of them began playing or released albums in 2016, the year of the referendum for the UK's exit from the European Union. Here is a reflection of post-punk band Fatwai Family's leader, Lias Saudi. He said, the system we live in is a pitiful joke, and Brexit is just one of the consequences, just like Trump in America. Our generation is in a disaster. To see how the left has run out of powerful voices, trapped in traditional and conservative hypocrisy. The musician is considered the terrible infant of this punk resurgence for his controversial statements and wild concerts. He assured that the struggle against established morality and freedom until its, its last consequences are the gasoline that makes them work. Also, the US band Proto Martyr, they work with broad concepts and often intertextual, speak to a creeping fear of one homogeneous corporate evil. An idea that chimes with the sometimes vague anti-establishment message of both the punk tradition and today's social media echo chambers. The recipe for change, according to these millennial artists, are hymns with a real message and aggression as a creative engine. They are not a mere imitation of the original punk icons, but a reformulation from a punk perspective. Messages that play with intimacy and actual problems like anxiety, the environment, the dictatorship of technology, all of this while exploring more experimental atmospheres. However, the essence of punk, which is anger against the established order, is still there. These days, the post-punk message tends to swing between abstract, broad-brush ideas and emotive storytelling that places listeners in the landscapes of modern life. Anyway, my personal thought about punk today is that there isn't and won't be a generation of punk like the 70s. So in conclusion, our history shows that trends return over and over again in a cyclical way. Just as some argue that these scenes where punk and its ideology are re-emerging due to the current circumstances, there are those who think that punk never really left. We can see that it is still present and has an iconic musical history. Just as my fellow experts mentioned, punks, beyond their particular appearance, spikes and crazy hair, take their ideology and political thinking very seriously, which they capture in songs, and where criticism of the system never lacks. That is why it is a very interesting topic to discuss. 
And that was all for today's podcast. Please come back next week and find out the next topic. And remember, punk is not a concept. It's to be yourself and be conscious about your reality. Goodbye and have a great week.